say hello. Say hello, everybody. Hello, little one. Oh, did you say hello?
from the other end to be in touch. So go right ahead, Dennis, would you? Hyacinth, would you give us your open with the word of prayer for us, Hyacinth, while we try to fix it from our end? Okay. You want me to start now? Yeah, I'm just starting. No, whenever. whenever. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Oh, hello. Good evening, everyone. Now let's start the show with giving God thanks. Oh, God, our Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you for your many, many blessings. We're here once again, another week. You've brought us through this week. And as we sort of take part in this show, we ask for your blessing. We thank you for all that you've done in the past, what you're doing right now, and what you'll continue to do in the future. We are so grateful for your many blessings. Lord, we bring before you all those who are ill. And we ask, Lord, that you will touch them with your healing hand. Most of all, Lord, we just ask that they might feel your comforting arms around them. Lord, you know them better than we do. You know them by name and by nature. We just ask for your blessings. Lord, we bring each one of the participants on this show tonight. Lord, we ask for special blessing, individually and collectively. Bless us as a show. And we ask, Lord, that you will continue to be with us, strengthen us in all that we do and all that we say this evening. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Okay, gentlemen and ladies and all our listeners, wherever you are, hello and a very warm welcome to you during this Christmas season. Wherever you are in the world, this is the cricket show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the cricket show. You can call us at 1515. 605-9850. That's 1515-605-9850. Send us an email to the cricket show at comcast.net. That's your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. I am Dennis C. and Leon is in the background. We'll speak to you shortly. Thank you, Leon. Go right ahead, Dave. Yes. Okay. Well, today we have a program for you. We hope that uh, we will be able to touch on most of the topics on our list. But to begin with, we hope uh, shortly to be speaking with uh, Coach JT Patel for the coaches corner, followed by the birthday and anniversary celebration with Audley Watson immediately after the coach's corner, and tonight following Audley and the celebrations for anniversary, we'll have focus on the laws of cricket, and Murchis will be presenting Law 20 for us. We then have a list, West Indies ODI series. Series where um, West Indies lead two games to one in the ODIs. We hope to have New Zealand tour of Bangladesh, four's results. India's tour of South Africa, game, scores and results. 
Pakistan's women's tour of New Zealand, and Australia's men big bash league, Ireland currently on tour with uh, in Zimbabwe, T20 and ODIs, and of course right here where we are in our local network we have the USA T20 Open Championship, and as we speak right now going on the air, the final of the 15th tournament, the anniversary of the 15th tournament of the U.S. Open, is the final is just about to take place. Uh, we have uh, the Kingsmen uh, won the toss there, batted first and scored 222 for the loss of five wickets. And now UMMC is due to take strike any moment now. We hope to have the results of that and bring you up to date as we progress, time permitting, of course. So we do apologize if we don't get through all the items, but we'll do our best to see how much we can get through for you tonight. Let's take this opportunity to say hi to Mertris. Mertris, hello. I'm not hearing you, Mertris. Are you muted? All right. Hyacinth, hello, um, say hello to our listeners. He, hello. Good evening, everyone. It's nice to be once more on the show. I hope you enjoy the show. All it's right. going to be a great show tonight, so be prepared. Thank you. Thank you, um, Hyacinth. All the way over there in London, England, for joining us. We know it's kind of late over there where you are, but we, <laughs> we, we appreciate your you know, loyalty, your interest, and of course, your dedication in never missing the cricket show in spite of the time. You should be drawing the Z, not speaking cricket balls. And Leon is working there in the background, and uh, I'm not sure if he's able to speak. Hello, Leon. No, I'm not hearing Leon. But it's time for the coach's corner. We've been joined by Coach Jatin Patel. Let's make sure that we are able to communicate before we move forward. We are technically having a little issue. Good evening to you, Coach. Are you hearing us? Yes, sir. I'm here. And uh, good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening. Coach. We're having a little technical issues here, and Leon, I know, is in the studios, in the back room there, uh, working on fixing it. But I can hear you. Hyacinth can hear you. So it yep, looks, to and me yes. looks to me as if we are going out there live and uh, we can begin. So let's take this opportunity to say the Cricket Show USA, the Cricket Hall of Fame USA, and the American Cricket Education Council, ACEP, is pleased to welcome the weekly joint collaborative broadcast of the Coaches' Corner. The objective of the Coaches' Corner is to provide coaching education and expert views, information, oral and practical assistance, while helping to educate those seeking to understand and to become actively involved in the sport of cricket nationally and internationally. The segment of the Coach's Corner 
will run from 6.15 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will feature Jatin Patel, Cricket Hall of Famer and multi-sport coach, administrator and director of the Cricket Hall of Fame. Once again, Coach, good evening to you and welcome again. Good evening, everyone. Welcome Good back. Evening. All right. Let's just say hi to Leon, see if he is able to get through to us at the front. Leon, are you there? I'm here, but I don't know if you can hear me. Yes, can you? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, good. I'm being dropped all the time. All the time I've been dropped from one number to the next, so be with me. So go right ahead, Dennis, and do what you have to do. I'll try and do my utmost to get us back on. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Coach, are you hearing me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're experiencing some technical difficulties here on the studio, and uh, our numbers keep flipping from one format to the other. But nonetheless, it looks like we can continue. So, Coach, tonight's topic is uh, based on mental health, and uh, as I see it, mental health, mental strength. So let me begin by asking you to tell us about the mental health benefits of sports. Before that, I'd like to clarify the three different things we normally talk mm-hmm. in the sports world. Okay. The mental health is the key, and to maintain it, we are looking at mental fitness. And to strengthen that mental fitness, we are looking at mental strength. And whatever the situation we try to measure with the mental condition, it is also considered as a mental condition. So there are the three, four different things people normally not able to separate them and they get into the confusion. But the first thing first, the overall health, which is we call a mental health, is the most important thing. And it's definitely a plus point to talk about benefits of sport. So in that sense, I will say the most important part is the physical activity and exercise. Whatever you do, it definitely impacts your mind and body both. Over the period we have talked about it, the mind controls your body. And that is where this mental health becomes very important. So in a normal case, people come over and over and ask me the question about this mental health. And I will say, in order to understand what this mental health is, we must understand the benefits of the mental health in a sport. The first thing was, at any age, when you involve in a sport, it definitely helps you to fight the stress. We have plenty of things to do in our life, and we usually stress out to the situation. So this mental health can improve your mood situation by eliminating or preventing the stress you may have, which can lead to 
being a happier individual. That's the one thing. Now, while we just talk about the mood, it's definitely, it can boost your mood. Means, if you look at the body, physically get tired, bored, feel sleepy, losing interest, it all happens because of the mood. But when you have the good mental health, it definitely helps you to boost your mood. Top of that, it can definitely defeat or reduce depression and anxiety. Whatever you do for living, or you are part of the sport, you are part of this depression and anxiety, and that is what it can help you to defeat them or reduce them. We usually call it prevent them or avoid them. That happens. It also helps you to develop the healthy attitude, which is most important thing in the sports, being a good sportsmanship without getting in anger or getting a, like a more of a maturity, how you feel others, how you respect others. It all depends on your attitude. Then you're going into a emotional health because whatever happens in the current situation or normal situation, your mood and emotions are the first one to take action. And because of that, part of the reaction, there's a lot of things are possible. So in that one, it can improve your emotional health. So you don't go in the wrong or negative direction, but you can be a positive thinker and heading for the positive outcome. That is the mood can be changed. It also helps you in order to goal setting because the mental health is the key to inspire the goal setting. The reason for that, nowadays, a lot of youngsters are looking for shortcuts in the sports and they are forgetting this mental health and physical health importance. So that's where we they start with it and it can inspire the goal setting means if you want to play higher level, national or international level, it takes a lot to maintain your fitness. And that is where we call it, it inspires the goal setting means once you start exercising, when you are physically fit, when you have good mental health, you are definitely able to set the higher goals and I you are like a, more confident. And you are listening to the cricket show. To join us, call one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero or reach us at blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show. Here is your host, Leon Francis. Hey. I am Hansel Christian in London, England, and you are listening to the cricket show. To join us, Call one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero or reach us at I am Hansel Christian in London, England, and you are listening to the cricket show. To join us, call one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero or reach us at Blog Talk Radio dot com slash the cricket show. Here is your host, Leon Francis.
Me call is Roger. Yeah. Roger? Hello? The guy with the boot? Yeah. Yeah. He was as an interruption from England side, but that's okay. So oh. going back to that inspiring the goal setting, it also helps you to the value of variety in a sports. For example, if you're playing cricket, you need to have the different variety, like fielding is a one part, bowling is a second part, then you are batting is a third part, and what you do as a team is a fourth part. So if you look at these, these are the variety of tasks involved in a sport, and that is where this mental health can help you to switch from one role to another role quickly and efficiently. It also helps you to become a healthy role model. Like, for example, if I have to name one cricketer, one of the best ones, highly fit person is a Virat Kohli. It's set for the standards and anyone around him or anyone who knows how he is maintaining his performance is definitely becomes a role model, right? And then it also helps you to stay focused on the fun. It also improves your concentration and focus. I am Hanko Christian in London, England, and you are listening to The Cricket Show. To join us, call one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero, or reach us at Blog Talk Radio dot com slash the cricket show. Here is your host, Leon Francis. Let's try for Jatin one more time. Jatin, come on in. Yeah. Go, go keep yeah, I going. See, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So basically, mm. we can keep continue. It's also healthy living means you can become a role model and you can focus more with fun. It's also help you. The most important thing is uh, helping you to improve your concentration and focus in sports, and which is also boosting your self-confidence, which is the most important part in any sport. By doing so, when your body is working hard and maintaining your training, that means you're going to have the quality sleep, good rest, and it can also improve your social skill. At the same time, it can help you to maintain the healthy weight. And it's also promoting the leadership skills also part of it. Because that way, you are dealing with others either to lead or either to follow, especially in team sports. So if you blend together, it makes more sense to keep Mind and body both strong together. Okay, Coach. Uh, I assume that uh, you're hearing me. Just say hi so that I can continue. I am Hanford Christian in London, England, and you are listening to the Cricket Show. To join us, call one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero or reach us at blogtalkradio.com slash show. Here is your host, Leon Francis. We just want you to be, be, be with us as we try to work out some technical difficulties from our end. Please be with us as we hear from Coach Dennis Dennis. And Coach, are you there? Coach, are you still with us? Yes, I'm here. 
Oh, I'm sorry, you know, technical issues. No, so, no, so you, you, you've uh, defined for us the uh, mental health. Can you dig a little deeper and saying, with mental health, I assume we will have mental strength. Can you define what you would call or what I'm calling mental strength? Okay, as I said, the first part is a mental fitness, which can come through the mental health. And once you maintain that, then you need to put in order. The next thing is a mental strength. It means whatever you're trying to do in related to the goal, focus, or anything you want to concentrate that may require that is no strength you need. So that is a workaround that you need to be specific where you want to put more effort. For example, we love to eat all kinds of food. That is not the right word to say. Even we say, I will eat all food, doesn't mean I like all and every food. When there is options out there, I have my priorities. Like I love this food to have it is my first preference. If I don't, I can take this one as my second preference. And that is how you can organize under the mental strength. Where is your strength? In what field? What technical speciality? What role? And those are the decided by the mental strength. So it's a part of the mental health. Then your mental fitness going on, the mental strength can be part of it. And there is a way to improve it. Okay. Um, is it mental strength? Is it something that is coachable? It is, but it should be the self-sufficient, we call it. it means uh, mentor and coaches cannot help directly, but they can give you the instructions. They can give you the ideas, and they may inspire or motivate you to go for the mental health. But at the same time, it's all up to the individual, how they work around, how they adopt certain things to improve their own mental health. And so this is more of a uh, independence rather than it uh, cannot be say like if you coach 100 kids, we're going to have the all 100 kids with the same mental strength. No, it doesn't work that way. So it's a more of a individual specific. But yes, coaches and mentors can help you or guide you to achieve those goals. Um, what is the connection between, say, physical strength and mental health or mental strength? There is a huge physical, as we talking and discussed in the past, mind controls the body, right? If the mind is getting lazy, let's say, or tired, it's because of your physical condition of the body. That is what it sends the signal to the mind, and mind immediately decides, hey, it's too much, I'm tired, now I need to take a break, right? So there's a direct connection, we call it, between physical and the mental situation in the body. It goes both ways. If the mood is not right, if you are in a different emotion, if that changes your mind and automatically it will impact the body. But at the same time, if there is a 
physical disparities or dysfunctional or the physical inability to do something, it can definitely impact your mind. So these are the two related terms. But the overall, we need to keep the both mental and physical, both fitness at the higher level. When you have one of them is going down or not able to do their job, then it's definitely failure is ahead. Um, does mental health or strength affect the athlete's performance? Yes, 100%. And is there a relationship between the mental health and or strength and the age and maturity of the athlete? It does. It's a more the age catch-up, I will say. Mature players has a more tendency to improve their health, not just improve the mental health, but they can also improve their mental strength to the additional level compared to what normally you see in other players, right? So this is like a huge advantage there, how the player adopt their living style, it also depends on the food, rest, and plenty of other factors. But the most important part is it's up to them. We call it the inside desire to put together a higher level of mental health and strength. Alone. 
We are having some difficulties and coaches dropped and we've lost we've lost virtual. Keep playing the music, Dennis. Keep playing the music.
just turning down the music to say hello, see if you're out there. Are you hearing me, Leon? I'm hearing you, yes. Uh, are you hearing the music? From yeah. one to the next. Yeah. Because we have two instruments on and we are trying to get through. But just to tell the listeners that we are still on, but we have some interference. Are you I'm Anne Austin in London, England, oh, yeah. and you are listening to The Cricket Show. <laughs> to join us, call 1-515-605-9850 or reach us at blogtalkradio.com slash The Cricket Show. Here is your host, Leon Francis. We're just informed the public that we are experiencing some interference and we try trying to correct it. So be with us as we play some music or any anything that we can find to rig up for you. So be with us until we get it fixed. Welcome to the program. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Cleve. I always admire the way you go about doing your business on the radio. I, I observe a lot of um, pleasure to see how you work along with some of the co-workers here in South Florida, and I applaud you for doing that. Thank you very much, and um, let's let the listeners know that you have your own radio show here in South Florida, correct? I am a part of the Florida Caribbean Sports Line, which was formed in 2002. I am the statistician on that show with Oliver Solomon, the director, and Everett Carter. We are on every Saturday night from 6 until 8, and recently we are on until 10, 6 until 10. So every Saturday night we are on. Let's go back a bit and tell us how you got started or how you got involved in sports. 
But Cleve, I go back way back. My interest in sports started when I attended the St. John's Boys School as a young man in Antigua. There, cricket and football and all the sports that we usually play were played there. I was immediately picked out as one of the sports leaders, the house leaders we recall, Washington House. I was the captain for that and I happened to be a reasonably good cricketer and as such I led the team for a while. I also went on to the Princess Margaret School where there I also was made one of the team captains. After leaving school, I played cricket for the great club, St. John's. St. John's is the team that the great Sir Vivian Richards played for. And also later on, Richard Richardson also played for that team. But having finished my cricketing days then, I was named a selector for the Antigua National Senior Team. And there is where I started in my cricket. But I also was very much involved in football because I played for a club named Acme. And then later for the Antigua Sugar Factory. I was then promoted to be the secretary of the Antigua Football Association. And um, having done a good job in that position, I was elected president in 1974. And as such, I was thrilled to be the leader of the Antigua Football Association for years. And uh, one of my greatest achievements here was when uh, the youth team won the Caribbean youth, the Caitlin Wireless Youth Championship. It was competed among all the smaller countries in the region. Trinidad obviously was not included, nor was Jamaica and Guyana. But that was a proud moment in our history, and I'm so happy these days that Antigua is doing very, very well. When I migrated to the United States in 1978, I immediately joined a club by the name of St. George's, and we played quite a bit of cricket there in, in the Bronx, Poughkeepsie, and in Paris, New Jersey. And uh, some of the players that I met were like the former coach of the West Indies team, which was Gus Logie, we played against him, and a young man out of Monstrat named Mel Roach, we played against him too. You sound as though you were very successful in a sports arena in Antigua. Why did you leave such a budding career? Well, I had a, a choice to educate my kids over in the United States, and the opportunity came, and I grabbed it with um, both hands. I said, well, let me make sure that they get the best education. Yeah, I was not able to send my children to the university to the West Indies, but I felt by coming to the United States, I would have been able to get them a college education, and indeed, I was successful in doing so, and I thought it was a good move then, although I left quite a bit home, but not only was I involved with the sports, uh, cricket and football, I was also very successful in the insurance business. I was a staff manager there, and I had quite a, a very successful career because I worked for a company named British American, and that company afforded me the opportunity to go to many, many countries having made the qualification for the convention. And I was good enough that I made seven successive Giants qualification for British American. And I only had three more to make to get lifetime membership. But I hear some sad news recently that the company has now folded. But I have a goal in mind and I have a motto that I try to do everything to the best of my ability. I don't go halfway. I don't go into anything half-heartedly. Whatever I do, I try to do it to the best of my ability. And um, one of my greatest assets is that I always try to be on time. Over the years, I've done several radio programs and I would fill in for different uh, radio announcers here in South Florida. And I remember the time when you would call in and give me different scores, different statistics to share with the audience. 
and it was unsolicited. You just called me and said, well, this is what's going on, this match is going on, and this is the score right now, and you'll give me updates as we did the program. Did you do that with other announcers? Oh, definitely so. I started back, way back with a young man. I don't know if you know a guy by the name of Trinidad Arnold Henry. Arnold Trinidad Henry, of course. Yes, I started with him when I came to Florida. He was the first one that I started with. What year was and that? What year was that you all uh, 1981, that was. Mm-hmm. 1981, when I came over to Florida. I started with Trinidad uh, Arnold Henry, and um, you name it. All the announcers that I can think of that I have been able to work with, Mike Tanjus, Don Daly, Eddie Edwards, and you name it. I, I have been able, Pat Montesquieu, all these Folks, I have been able to give them scores. You know, one of my greatest delights is that when the Prime Minister of Antigua came uh, to visit, there there was no way for him to get the scores. And someone told him that, you, you got to get with Leon because he's going to give you the score. And he, I was so delighted to give him the score. And a friend of mine, the late Tim Hector, he was somewhere in the northwestern country and he wanted the score. And he said, there is no other person that will know the score. I felt delighted. You know, one of my aims is to help broaden cricket here in the United States because I feel it's a sport that would be cherished if the people only knew it. To me, when I watch baseball and I watch a T20 match, I think there is no comparison but the people don't know it. Cricket is growing here in South Florida. We have a stadium in, uh, in the Fort Lauderdale area. Yes, indeed. And you can recall that we had uh, two international teams that came here a couple of years ago, almost three years ago. And they played in that stadium. We had Sri Lanka and we had, it was Pakistan. Yes, we had two teams. I can't remember the two. But but they were, were well welcome. And I would hope one day that we see a T20 come here from the World Cup. Or even if the West Indies were to play one of their final championship matches over here in these parts, I think there was enough people from the Caribbean and from the other nations that will really support it. What inspired you to really begin a radio show with your team? When I have been stopped playing cricket, I felt it's another avenue. I can really make the, the sports, and cricket in particular, those sports that were played in the Caribbean more popular. You know, we listen to all the, the sports shows, and what they're talking about, they're talking about the American football, the basketball, but very few people talk about cricket in detail. Very few people talk about the football, the football that we know. So that was one of my, my thing in life. I wanted to say, listen, this is going to be my contribution, and there is just joy in doing it. And like you mentioned that I have, I have been in the Florida Caribbean sports line on Saturday evening, but I, I also started the, the blog talk talkradio.com cricket show myself and Ivor Henry we have this show every Sunday and we just talk cricket mainly for three hours two hours streaming and one hour not streaming but we have the the, the possibility of going for three hours and it's just a joy to sit down every Sunday afternoon and just give our listeners the updates sometimes we are able to carry a show that is going on live meaning a match that is going on live and people are so happy to hear the commentary the live commentaries and it, it, it just uh, gives me that. Many people have a lot of hobbies. This mm-hmm. is my, and I love it, and I enjoy doing it. And to give scores, it's just like if I'm giving someone a gift, when I give you the score, any one of my announcers. 
I feel so strongly about cricket. Yeah, you feel strongly about cricket, but you give uh, scores and commentary on different sports here in South Florida. Yes, indeed, I gave you, well, of course, your show, Cleve, has given me an opportunity to give the sports news every Thursday evening, mm-hmm. and I'm also so overjoyed that you give me the opportunity to tell the listeners some of the things that they have not heard. For instance, we hear very little about, about tennis, and we hear little about boxing. We hear little about the standings of the, the football rankings worldwide, you know. And talking about ranking, I'm, I'm so delighted to know that Antigua is one of the, the teams that are going through the semifinals of the CONCACAF region. And uh, I'm delighted to bring these to, 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 to folks that who might not have heard them. So it's just a joy and just a pleasure. I do this not for honor, but with honor. And I just hope that the people enjoy every moment of it. Mr. Leon Francis, I want to thank you very much. And um, thank you so much for making a contribution to my show here in South Florida with the sports and uh, I remember the days when uh, I used to get calls what is the score now I have Mr. Leon Francis you've been with me for, for over a year now yes over a year and I just hope that it will continue for over a decade my friend because yeah. it's so it's so great to, to be dealing with you Steve I, I find you such a personable person and uh, there is no, no better way than when you have a good relationship with, with everyone and uh, with you in particular so um, I'm so happy to be able to do it for you and you couldn't be begun for a better person than yourself. Leon, I thank you very much for the compliments and uh, thanks for joining the program this evening. And thank you too, McCleave. I just wish you well as you pursue those two shows that you're having, one on Thursday evening and one on Wednesday, that is beamed to the Caribbean and I hope you'll get all the support you can and I will do my part to help you as much as I can. May God bless you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. You, you too. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. The former Foreign Minister of St. Lucia, Mr. George Adlam. I come to bury Hector, not to praise him. The evil that men do lives after them. The good is often terrored with their bones, so let it be with Hector. I have no record of evil in the life of Tim Hector, maybe mischief. But now let the catalogue of his goodness be interred with his bones. Dear brother and comrade in arms, I have no need to praise you, since our friendship and our lives together has been a mutual hosanna of praise in acceptance and affirmation of the principles we stood for, and the values we espoused. We did this in the face of tremendous odds and spirited opposition from a society whose Philistinism has become a byword. Ironically, you lived and died in the pursuit of a body of values which were meant to elevate a Caribbean society and forge a creative and dynamic people out of the detritus which history had bequeathed on us. You fought to explain that history and analyze it in the interest of the ordinary man and woman. 
But the forces of reaction were strongly arrayed against you. My colleague and friend, St. Lucia's Nobel laureate, Derek Walcott, insists that if you give a man an education or a gun, you lose an honest laborer. What Walcott was trying to convey was that education had the power to transform dross into fine metal. It elevated, it aroused, and it empowered man to reach for otherwise unattainable heights. This was your vision, that if you persisted in fanning the flames of enlightenment, that your fellow Caribbean man and woman would see the shooting star of liberation and anticipation and reach for the sky. As you lie there, motionless and still in your fine resplendent mahogany casket, I cannot help but feel a sense of mockery that the same society which vilified and ridiculed you when your strident voice embarrassed them with your message and your clarion calls is the same society that will embrace and elevate you now that your mighty heart is lying still. Where is the logic in this, my brother? Are we so crazed with insecurity and self-abnegation that we caught our own disaster and demise by destroying the catalyst for our liberation? When our fellow in Shakespeare murdered his own loving Desdemona, Shakespeare wrote, like a base Indian, he threw away a pearl richer than all his tribe. Today, as I contemplate your mortality, brother, I cannot suppress the insistent feeling that the people of Antigua, and to a lesser extent, the people of the Caribbean, have thrown away a pearl richer than all their tribe. This is a serious accusation to make against a society that had turned out in large numbers to pay homage to this dead Viking. But many of you stood by over the years and witnessed the victimization and demoralization of Tim Hector and never lifted a finger to prevent it. Were you there? Were you there when they crucified Tim Hector? Were you there? Were you there when they nailed him to the cross? Were you there? Were you there when they dragged him through the court? Were you there? Were you there when they dumped him in prison for his views? Were you there? Were you there when they burnt his printing press? Were you there? Were you there when they murdered his dear wife, Era? Were you there? Were you there when the ballot process was contaminated to declare him a loser? Were you there? Were you there when they denied this prophet any honor in his own country? Were you there? My brother, you have loved too much to have suffered so much 
in a society that you devoted your life to change for a people that you love so much. But there's no room for regret in the straightened confines of your coffin. Because love is the revolutionary's credo. And if we must reach for Walcott again, love is the stone speech that outlives both ash and mourning. Love is the stone speech that outlives both ash and mourning. Now I must contemplate the prospect of a life without the edifying discourses that we shared trying to put the world to rights. I will miss the sheer brilliance of your intellect, which I always felt to be about the best in the entire Caribbean, even surpassing the brilliance of the closet intellectual, who were always too timid and too pusillanimous to ply their wares in the marketplace. Your battles were open, fearless, and committed. There the intellectuals looked from a distance and might well have supported your positions, but couldn't afford the terror of facing an establishment which was more interested in quenching fires than in fanning flames. In all this, your contribution to Antigua and to the entire Caribbean has been phenomenal. Your championship of Caribbean integration has been sustained and unchanging and never turned on the vagaries of politics or political opportunism. It was such a delight for me to hear you ridiculed as a one percenter who could only attract a negligible amount of store-bought votes. And yet, to see you soar to great heights in defending the calumnies against those whom you fought so fiercely. In your mahogany silence today, there must be time to reflect with me on the achievements of half a century of struggle. Were your gargantuan efforts at educating the public, enlightening the youth, providing a role model for integrity and honesty, realized in the type of society we are leaving behind? Many lives were claimed in the struggle for liberation and integration. Morris succumbed. Walter fell. Michael passed on. Rosie expired. And now you are about to enter the Valhalla for fallen strugglers. You have left behind a desperately divided society, bereft of values, overcome by consumerism, a crippling materialism, rudderless and floundering youth, and a hopelessness that saps the creative energy that we fought to excite. Fortunately, you have left behind a loving wife and a family who have endured your suffering and will stand by your principles. But my dear brother, do not be too complacent in your casket. Do not go gentle into the dark night. Rage, rage against the passing of the light. Rage into the consciousness of the young. 
that they too will be moved to keep the fire burning and fan the flame for humanity. See you soon in Valhalla. Dennis, I know you have Hello, some hot, hot news Hello. coming out of London, England. So give us your letter from London. Sure. Yes, thank you, Leon. I'm delighted. This is Dennis Heath reporting for the Cricket Show, my letter from London. Uh, Leon, Sunday, August the 21st, 2022. The weather is mostly cloudy with 75 degree temperature. Nestled in a bowl surrounded by green hills located approximately 30 miles from central London, the High Wycombe Cricket Club sits in a very neat location right off the main street. Arriving at the ground about 1.30 p.m., it was clear that an extraordinary event was in full swing. Outside the security manned entrance to the club, a group of high-spirited revelers were standing around, busy exchanging greetings and toasting each other with bottles, cans, of pale yellow to shades of amber liquid, their favorite beverages, I thought. At the security checkpoint, patrons donated the required entry fee, five pounds per guest. Handbags and other containers were being inspected. Then a cry of consternation was heard, and immediately the fog was lifted. Liquid beverages of the types seen on the sidewalk were forbidden entry into the cricket ground. So, rather than tossing their favorite and expensive beverages into the trash pile, the revelers were partying on the sidewalk. Meanwhile, from inside the ground came the sound of ball hitting cricket bat, followed by loud cheers and applause as the hand signal for six runs were waving with great delight. There was indeed a party going on inside the ground. In attendance were the High Commissioner for St. Vincent and the Grenadines, His Excellency Senior Lewis and his staff, the High Commissioner for the Republic of Barbados, His Excellency Milton Innes and his staff. Additional guests included the Mayor of High Wycombe, Councillor Aris Hussein, Superintendent of Thames Valley Police, Emma Boris, Chairman of Council of High Wycombe, Councillor Dev Dillon, Director of Sales at St. Vincent and the Grenadines Tourism Office, Natasha Anderson, Director of Barbados Tourism Office, Cheryl Carter. Well, how did this cricket match come to fruition, I asked. The reply was that many people contributed behind the scenes. And although I am unable to name all contributors, I can certainly name two. Attaché Betty Lewis for the Republic of Barbados and Janelle Adams, Councillor for the St. Vincent and the Grenadines. The idea of a friendship gathering and an outreach to the diaspora of West Indians with an emphasis on close neighbors of Barbados and St. Vincent and the Grenadines. With the approval and consent of the respective High Commissioners, 
Betty Lewis and Janelle Adams worked to get this inaugural event off the ground. Clearly, their efforts were rewarded. High Wycombe Cricket Club ground was the perfect picture of a West Indian festival. All around the outfield, there was a picture of bright yellow and dark blue colors, indicative of the supporters of the participating teams. Behind the crowd of fans, well-wishers and supporters were brightly decorated stalls of varying types and styles. They advertised their wares, beautifully colored shirts, hats, scarves, and more. Carried on the breeze was the mouth-watering smell of jerk chicken, curried meats, and dishes. There were johnny cakes, breads, rotis, spices, and many jam preserves. Here and there, someone walked by with a plate full of aroma. A stall helper carefully carved a hole in a water coconut. All around the outfield, hundreds of spectators sat on grass and lawn chairs, happily cheering the cricket play on the field. The music was loud and pulsating, beating a rhythm of calypso, soca, and reggae. The sound fades, a roar from the crowd, and the on-field umpire raises hands to signal six runs to the scorers. More music and several cricketers on the field gyrate their hips to the rhythm of the beat. Why did you select High Wycombe for this event, I asked, attache Betty Lewis and counselor Janelle Adams. That is an easy one. High Wycombe is the nexus of the St. Vincent and the Grenadine community. So, looking around the crowded outfield, I gestured to the growing crowd of people. I am convinced that the count must be at least two and a half thousand. How were you able to attract a crowd of this size for an inaugural event? The reply, social media advertisement is very effective. That was the answer. This is a marker for the future, and Janelle and Betty hopes to build on this. More excitement around the outfield as another boundary hit for four runs is appreciated by the crowd. A wicked fall and hands applauded. The innings of the batting Barbadian team has concluded. The scoreboard shows 194 runs, 10 wickets, and 20 overs. Team selection was simple. Players in the Barbadian team knew each other and appeared to have played together as a unit. The St. Vincent and the Grenadine team were invited from serving members of the United Kingdom military units who had roots in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Both teams consisted of invited players one or two of these players by reputation had a passing involvement with Cricket West Indies national team at an earlier youth level. Next time, perhaps next year, the organizers of this event is contemplating a different emphasis on the number of invited teams to include other Caribbean islands 
and maybe a round-robin type tournament. After a short break, play resumed on the field. Batters from the St. Vincent and the Grenadines team marked their stance, while the Barbadian team settled in their fielding position. Music blared, then faded as the bowler counted out his run-off steps. Play began, and soon there were shouts of delight as ball met bat, boundaries signaled, and stumped went crash. St. Vincent and the Grenadines team scored 149 runs for nine wickets in their 20 overs. Barbados had won the match, but the ultimate winner on the day will be the more than 30 charitable groups in Barbados and the St. Vincent and the Grenadine Islands who will be the beneficiary of the profits from this event. In fact, Senior Lewis, the High Commissioner for St. Vincent and the Grenadines, was happy to share with me that a previous charity event had resulted in more than $166,000 being distributed to charity groups in the islands. At the end, Philo Wallace, former West Indies national team player, presided at the trophy presentation amid the warmth, friendship, and collaboration of West Indians and English spectators. Here, I will pause to offer a special thank you to Osborne Lewis, cricket coach and umpire who was very generous with his time and insights during the match. And an extra special acknowledgement to the sport, the sponsors of the event, Barbados Tourism, more recognized as BTMI, Barbados Public Workers Credit Union, Syncor, Canefield Limited, HR Financial Solutions, Cleaning Services Limited, and St. Vincent and the Grenadines Tourism Authority. Leon, as the music fades and friends, relatives, and spectators exit High Wycombe Cricket Field Stadium, they must surely be wondering if a cricket match tournament could rival London's most famous West Indian festival, the Notting Hill Carnival. As the premier go-to event celebrating West Indian presence in the UK. Leon, that is the end of my letter from London, and I'm available for any quick questions. Bravo, 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 bravo. Hello. What, what's the, what's the yes. letter from Oddly, 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 hold on, hold on. Oddly is on with us. Let him speak with you. Uh, yes. Oddly? Okay. Yes. Yes, Leon, I can, I can hear you. Um, no, I'm telling Listen to me, listen to me. I'm saying to Dennis to speak with you while I take care of something in the back here. Please. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Go ahead, Dennis. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you are saying? Oh, okay, okay, Mr. Dennis. When I came on, I was wondering what was going on. I heard the point, but, I, you know, I know that we're having some problems just like, you know, yesterday morning what was happening. And uh, I understand that. Okay, but that that was a great point um, from, you know, someone who attended this cricket match or some charitable um, situation that went on with Phil Wallace and others. And um, 
sounds can I inter- that it's... Can I, yeah. Let me interrupt you there. You did yeah. recognize that that was yours truly reporting from London? No. You never heard yes. that, did it? You never heard it, Lord Lee? No. got to play it again. Did, did, got to play it again. Didn't you, <laughs> didn't you hear I asked if that was from Hyacinth? <laughs> no, sorry. When you interrupted me, me, that's what I asked. If it was from Hyacinth, yes, because me. it's a report from London, right? Yes. Oh, that's that's brilliant, Dennis. I tell you, I tell. You. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, man. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That was that's indeed so- very good, very classic. Yes, I. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, I heard so, you. so where do I go from here? We're going to go into well, the Walter Henry. Dennis, or, uh, take it over. Take it it's over, Dennis. Use your okay. discussion. One, one second. One second, Audley. We, we, we'll perhaps uh, shoot the breeze a little bit here. Hopefully, Leon. Yes, yes. I, I, that's why I ask. Because I, I, say I know and, things are a bit different this evening. And we'll, Leon is hearing us, and we'll try to bring Mertris in because uh, she was dropped, and we have a program yes. for her. Yes. Yes. But it appears that we may have resolved uh, some of the issues. But, yes. That reporting I made in uh, August of 2022 when I attended uh, uh, a cricket event in London that was uh, put on by the Barbados and the St. Vincent and Grenadines um, mm-hmm. in, yeah, in yeah. the Yeah, so it, it certainly was an enjoyable day and I enjoyed it. But coming back to more recent events, I heard your... Um, your appearance on the bro- in the broadcasting booth last night, and I was wondering, is that your first attempt? Oh no, oh no. Um, I, I've been I've been doing it for years, but um, then it, there was a break. You know, mm-hmm. um, there was a break for yeah, a couple of years, but but I've been doing it for for, for quite a few few years back. Oh, okay. So does that mean we might get you back there on a more regular basis? Um, perhaps. Perhaps, um, yes, it could be. Perhaps could be. Well, you know, it was the first time I hearing you, and I thought that uh, you did an excellent job, and you just needed a little bit more time on the mic so that we could catch more flavor of Audley Watson. But uh, what, <laughs> oh, I did, what I did here, I, I liked very much, and I uh, look forward to hearing more of it. Um, yes, uh, th- thank thank you. You're, when we're doing it, Ivor and so for you know, then you know I do the shadow shadow commentary. There are other you mm-hmm. maybe less experienced guy. Maybe I do the lead comments. Yeah, and and oh. you know, yeah. But um, yeah. That, that's no, how it is. The, the the match today, the final match. I noticed that. Um, oh. echo. Okay, it looks like we may have corrected that. No, I was I was saying, uh, Audrey. Yeah. The today's final match, the Kings men playing UMMC. I think there was an absence of. Um, Raheem Cornwall, do you know what happened? What became of him? Why was he not in this match this evening or today? I, I have no idea because I'm, I, I actually went to work today. I had to work today. So mm-hmm. I, I came in. I didn't get to go over there. Um, you know, and, and I came, came home and, you know, 
rest a little and then prepare for this program. So um, uh, I, I really, I really need, didn't get over there yet today. Okay. Hopefully we'll be able to hear something finite, definite yeah. from uh, uh, from uh, either at some point before the match, the, the you know our program ends. But for now, it looks like maybe we might want to get into the um, anniversary and birthday hour. As you hear, and we appear to maybe we may have resolved some of the issues. So, why don't we? I don't know if Leon's available for the music, and I don't think that I have the ability to do it. All right, so, if, without the music, I'll just go ahead if, if, if mm-hmm. it's okay, no problem. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Okay, so uh, this is the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. As you heard before, we have, we're having we've been experiencing some. Um, technical problems, but seem to be worked out at the moment. So we'll go ahead with the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. But just before we do, we have the Inside Edge. And I've been doing uh, the Inside Edge on the uh, ODI World Cup over the past couple of weeks. And uh, let me just wrap it up this evening. Okay. Um, centuries in ODI World Cup. And just let me recap. There have been 13 ODI World Cup so far from 1975, um, stretching out to 1975 to 2023, the most recent this year. Okay. So, and over that period of time, there has been 336 centuries been scored, 326 centuries by 135 different centurions. Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, Brazil is in and now. I'm getting oddly. I'm getting reference now. Mm-hmm. Um, can I go ahead because I'm here in the background? Your recording has reached the maximum length. To replay your message, press 1. To delete and re-record your message, press 3. For delivery options, press 4. To send a fax, press 6. To cancel this message, press star. To send this message now, press pound or hang up. De- Dennis, I'll wait on you. Um, the instructions before to replay I, I your message, press 1. To delete and re-record your message, press 3. For delivery options, press 4. To send a fax, press 6. To cancel this message, press star. To send this message now, that press pound or hang up. To replay your Hello? message, press Hello, 1. Dennis? To delete and re-record your message, press 3. For delivery options, press 4. To send a fax, press 6. To cancel this so, message, um, press star. To send this message now, press pound out. or hang up. Dennis? Leon? Your message has been sent. Thank you for calling. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hello? Hi. Uh, Mertrice? Mertrice? Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. Um, okay. I, I guess they were trying to get you in. You're going to be doing the the um, rules for this evening? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll I'll give way to you. We uh, was trying to get the Walter Henry birthday anniversary, but I think they, you, you're, you're supposed to come in. I don't know what happened. I'm not hearing Leon. I'm not hearing Dennis. Um, you know, the problem persists, uh, I guess, from what was happening yesterday. 
um, on the previous show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. Okay, let me get my program up. Was up. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not hearing Dennis. I'm not I'm not hearing Leon. So I don't know what's happening here. Well, what's going on? I'm hearing you, and I hearing um Mister. Yeah, I can hear you, Mister. Yes. Yeah, and I'm, then I'm, I'm hearing Hassan too, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not hearing Leah nor, nor, nor um, Dennis. Okay. So you want me to just go into the cricket? Store? I guess. Okay. Well, they take on that. I'll, I'll, I'll read. I'll do it. Keep the line open. Something constructive. One second. You were gonna waste. My chief button is not open, and I'm hearing her. Okay, go say something I sent while we we, we I, check. I said we can we can hear you. Mertris is on and Audley. Can you hear us, Leon? Oh, keep on talking, Audley. Keep on keep on talking I sent I hear a little bit yes. and it comes up. Mm. Yes, go ahead. I think Audley's me. on too. Audley's yeah, on, but he's on. Audley, go ahead. Go ahead, Audley. And Murchis was on as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Virgil is try, uh, um, trying to get me, but I'm on the other line. I, I, I can't get him. So. so Murchis was going to do her reading now. Hey, Dennis. Not Dennis, but Virgil. Virgil. Mertris, are you back? Audley, are you back? I'm back. I said, do you have last week's law? Have last week, last week law? Because Audley seemed to be dropped. Audley, are you there? Audley was here just now, and Mertris. Yeah. Dennis, are you you in the in the chat room? <laughs> yes, no, I I, I agree with you, Marcus. It's uh, 
Mertis yeah. is here just now. Uh-oh. Yeah, but we're not hearing her. Audrey's no? been... Uh, she has been muted. Iverson? Yes. Audley? Either I'm one here. of you hearing me? Yes, we are hearing I'm, I'm you. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Can you hear us, Dennis? Yes. What I seem uh, to tell you guys was like just keep talking. Just say something. Just say, keep talking. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Dennis and Dennis and Murchis, just keep talking. Just... Okay, we'll yeah, keep talking. Dennis, keep, keep, no, we, we'll mm-hmm. play music until we finish. Yes. Keep on just talking, guys. Keep no, on I'm talking. Just keep on. So we can yes, you just talk, Dennis? Dennis, oh, can you hear me? Back. I'm not hearing yeah. you. Okay. Mm. Yeah, well, how are you answering me then? I'm hearing you. Hi, Leon. Leon, are you hearing us? Yes. Leon said keep on talking. Yeah. I said keep on talking. Talk. Keep yeah. talking. I can hear you, Leon. I can hear Murphy. Yeah. I can hear Dennis. I can hear Leon. Just keep talking, oh, Dennis. Bring in, bring in, bring in Murchis if you can. Bring in Murchis right now, Dennis. That we're not able to contact anyone immediately. Murchis, just keep talking. Just open up me. He he seems not to be hearing us. You go ahead, Dennis. You go ahead. Murchis, Murchis, can you hear me? An issue like this, which happened yesterday. Yes, I can. But Dennis can't hear I'm hearing Dennis also. I'm hearing Dennis. Dennis. We're hearing you. We're hearing. Just keep, keep on talking. Dennis, you're he- we're hearing you. Oh, is just open up. Open up. You're supposed to do this. Just yeah. open. Just, just go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Mm-hmm. Good. Let me talk. See if I can get just, him in the back. Just read the laws and done. Yeah, just read the laws and, and I just yeah. Go ahead. Here goes. Okay. The goal of this segment, focus on the laws of cricket series, is to give a brief overview of the law. We do not intend to hear a line by line. The focus today is on law that is dead ball. Here goes. In cricket, ball is an essential, visible part of the game. The rules require that six balls must be bowled, complete, and over. When ball, when ball is bowled, that is, when the hand ball reaches the side, the ball is alive, and the ball must be delivered better to become one of the over. However, before the ball reaches the batter or the catch the batter's attempt the empire and only the empire may call a signal dead ball. If there is an infringement of any of the laws of cricket, for example, if the bail from the non-striker's wicket is dislodged, or if either umpires detect a destruction of the battle, Whatever the case, or if the battle is not ready, then dead ball. Maybe I'm I can and hear you now. I can hear you, Dennis. Go ahead, Dennis. Murchis is on. Oh, Dennis. Dennis, Murchis is on. Go ahead. Go ahead, Murchis. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. No, I, I agree with you on nothing. We were doing that earlier when we thought that we may have, uh, Yeah, she's talking. She's talking, Dennis. Dennis. 
finished. That's why we decided to go oh ahead with this. I'm, I'm doing yeah. Okay. In 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 play, when the ball has been bowled, if the batter is stuck and comes struck and becomes injured while attempting to play the or if the ball when struck by the batter subsequently strikes and causes serious injury to a player or one of the umpires, dead ball is called a signal by either umpire. There are other instances when the ball automatically becomes dead or is called and signaled as dead. According to the laws of cricket, if a ball that is legally delivered becomes trapped in the clothing, equipment, or pads of the striker, a fielder, or an umpire, the ball is automatically dead. There is one exception to this rule. If the striker, the striker's bat or hand fall in the bat, contacts the ball that then lodges in the pad of the without first touching the ground, then the striker is out on appeal. The ball is dead when settled in the hand or gloves of the wicketkeeper or bowler. When the ball crosses the boundary marker, whether struck by the bat or it becomes dead, and immediately a batter dismissed, the ball becomes dead. And if a ball that is in place strikes the protective helmet of the fielding side, Helmet that is placed on the ground behind the wicket keeper, the ball becomes dead with an automatic award of five penalty runs to the back side. Additionally, penalty runs are awarded and the ball becomes dead when or if the ball is fielded illegally by a field using the wicket for discard gloves, an item of clothing or cap. And if a fielder who previously left the field of play went with permission, returns to field with permission and intercepts the ball in play, the umpire call and the signal ball and five penalty one is awarded to the side. Where penalty runs are awarded, the delivered ball will not count as one of the overs. If the bowler drops the ball accidentally or fails to deliver the ball to a higher, no. If the bowler drops the ball accidentally or fails to deliver the ball, the umpire will call a dead ball. The umpires must note by observation when the players' reactions indicate that they no longer consider the ball to play. Players accept that the ball is dead. And when it is necessary for the players to consult Pakistan. with each other um, on any Amir from Pakistan. He, he, he bowled well, you know, at times. Uh, Audrey, I think Audrey. Friday he got a three-wicket haul. 
But you, you find time when you just cut it out of the park too. Oddly. You know? Uh, so Oddly you're coming through. Okay. Okay, continue. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, but you're talking, you're talking to somebody that's on the show. Let's see, Virgil is there. Yes, I am. Yeah, go, okay, good. We had some yeah, problems. Let's play some music. I mean, it's too much. No, it's no, no listen to me. Was, listen to me. the morning, I will try to get, as a matter of fact, they, they me, had we, a program, and they went to, uh, I think hardly, I heard hardly, they were having problems, then it wasn't posted hardly. at all, so there's nothing on, on the platform. There's nothing. On the show. Virgil, are you there? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, hardly I, seemed I, to I be on another. I, I, I was listening on my device, so when it got started, and then all of a sudden. Go ahead, then, go ahead, go ahead, um. Virgil, say what you have to say. Say something, Virgil. Yes. Um, yeah, good evening to all the listeners and good evening to all the panelists. Um, I know you're having some kind of def- um, technical problem, but um, I can hear audio on another line or something. something yeah, audio is on another line, and we had two shows going on. That's what happened. Because he, he's, he's talking from his end, and we are talking from our end. Because Murchis was doing the... The laws yeah. of the game. And she was coming through all the time and he was talking over her as well. So tell me what you have in mind. Tell me what happened this week in Antigua. People cried? Right. No, about the game? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you know something like uh, I hear some people saying like, oh, the ball bad and all this kind of stuff. I would not say that. You know why? Because even though they take 20 something out of that over. Even when we was batting, it's the same 20-something we take out of England over, and we never said that England all bad. Or we said for our players that they bat good. So to me, it was... Listen, brother, speaking. Good batting by both sides. You were very good batting by both sides, the only thing... England out us. I, I would not say nobody bowled bad on both guys. No, if no, you say West Indian bowled bad, but then you got to say Eng- England bowled bad also. And I don't believe that. It was just good batting on both sides, but one outplayed the other. So it was, okay. good. It was a good game. We'll get settled. If you can hear him, just talk. Yeah. He's talking. Oh, my God. Huh? So how's the weather in Antigua? Oh, I didn't hear you because she's here in but not by me. Meaning, it is raining for the last couple of days, but it's beautiful sunshine, but having a lot of rain. Virgil? Yes. Hello, Virgil. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. He's talking to you. But I'm not hearing him. He's he's calling you. I've got you. um, All right. So he seemed to be muted. He seemed to be muted, and you're muted when he. Can you see your board? board? Uh, Yes, I'm looking at the board now. I see Virgil. Can you hear me, Dennis? Hello. 
the the English bowlers taking a little bit of a hit, but Farhan um, with his two for 34 and Rashid is two for 32. Uh, certainly uh, perform much better than uh, I think they did uh, the previous. Rashid was two for 11 the previous match, so two for 32 was um, not as good a performance as it was the previous day. And Koran won for 38 uh, this time round, two for 34. So you know they came back from what would have been uh, their bad outing. Um, in the especially in the the T20 before, but now when England went in, uh, Leon, they it was I uh, it was kind of watching salt at the crease. Salt perform like a skilled workman. You know he didn't have the finesse and the um, brute force that we saw in the West Indian, but he looked like a craftsman, you know, performing his task, and he batted very well. Butler helped, assisted with Livingstone and Brook, and all four of those, all four of those made their contribution very, very um, important. Uh, are you still with me, Leon? And, uh, of course, the West Indian bowlers just did not come up to par because uh, although Moti with one for 30 perhaps was one of the uh, more outstanding of the West Indian bowlers, I think all the others did not perform very well. And in the end, England winning this that last over bowled by, I think it was uh, um, uh, not uh, Russell. 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 It was bowled by. I am just uh, rechecking my um, by by my Russell. Russell bowled a very untidy, disastrous, and definitely an over that will cause him a lot of nightmare. I don't see that uh, he will forget this one in a hurry. You know, I think he had about 26 runs off that last, or 22 runs off of that final over, which was uh, at least, what, three three sixes? I think it was about three sixes came off of it, and a four and, and maybe a two. So, um, Russell did not perform very well in terms of bowling in this match. But nonetheless, this stage is set for an interesting and should be an exciting match, number three, four in the series, because obviously West Indies is looking to take advantage and wrap up the series. England looking to even the series and go for the final one in the last match. So the 19th of uh, the 19th of uh, December which would be a couple of days from today we'll be having the uh, fourth T20. So we will see exactly how that comes out and you now England has find their footing in this one 
I suspect that they will be coming back with a lot of uh, fire in all three matches. England batted first and they lost. They batted second in the two matches that they've done uh, much better in. So we will see if uh, they can come up with something special on Tuesday. And at the same time, it will be interesting to see what change, if any, that uh, West Indies will make from this team compared to um, the, the last the team that last played. Uh, Leon, I'm wondering if you're still Yeah, listening. well, let, let's see if Virgil can come in. Virgil, Virgil can you come in? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I am mm-hmm. not hearing you, so let me... Yeah, we're hearing you all. Okay. While I try to no, um, Dennis, 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 we're hearing you. We're hearing Virgil. I cannot hear you. Okay, um, I know Dennis probably can't hear me, but I'm, I'm going to have a little different... Yeah, I'm going to have a little different saying than Dennis because I know when West Indies was batting first, somebody playing some music. Dennis, we have... You, Dennis, play music. Dennis. I don't think he can hear you. Okay, how about that? Okay, go ahead, Dennis. Yeah, no, what I'm saying, I'm going to say different than um, Dennis because, you see, when West Indies was batting first and the last two over, I think we scored 20-something in the last over also too or something like that. And I did not hear anybody said England bowled bad in that last over. All I heard was our batman did well in that last over. So I'm going to go... The other way, for England, England did well, because everybody coming on on Russell, I expect in the last over, most likely expect in the last over, last two over, this guy is going to go at your ball, no matter where you put that ball. Because you see, Russell, when Russell was batting two, right, I see Russell step back to the, like the, the leg side, and then he stretch over and hit the ball for six. Yes. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So we did not say that was bad bowling by England. Who the last person bowled? I think three something on is over. We said good batting by Russell to get to score that amount of runs. Now when we bowling and England does the same thing to us, now we saying bad bowling by the batman, by the bowler. I'm not seeing it that way. I see both sides did the bat, the batting team on both sides did wonderful this time. The only thing is, is because we lose, that's why we saying something like that. But. I, I want West Indies to win, but I enjoy the game because it's just to show you the same how we can get that runs, no matter how much runs it is, even 250, the other team also can get it because who that make the 100? Well, Phil Salt, I think, make the 100. He bat brilliant. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he goes to the ball from, day, from ball one. These guys had to go to the ball. And we mm-hmm. do the same thing, but unfortunately, we end up, Losing the game, but I I enjoy the game. Even though West Indies lose the game, I really enjoy to see how this. Dennis, you're on.
Dennis? Dennis? Hello? Not you. I'm... Hello? Hello, Leon? Yeah. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Virgil, and then, uh, of course, it everything went belly up. Somebody's, somebody's interfering with the show. Well... It's because they have to know. Every time I come on, they put me, they, 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 they lock me on. Are you hearing me? Yes, I'm hearing you now. But you hear me now? Very, and I'm yes, on mute. Yes. And I'm on mute. Yes, I I'm, can see that. I'm on mute. How can I hear you when I'm on mute? I so am I. Basically, I'm on mute. But that this is the exact same phenomenon that thing uh, what happened um, yesterday. That happened yesterday. You know. I wonder if Black Talk um, wants us off. <laughs> Black Talk must want to drop us. Because they, they're probably yeah, not getting enough not. money from us. <laughs> well, just tell us. You know, that's all they have to do. They can tell, tell us, us, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, Virgil was talking about the match, but I can't. I, um, we can still talk you about it. Talk. We haven't. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, Hello? I, I would. Although, mm. I, although I said Russell that bowling over that last one that he won't forget in a hurry. That was not meant to be critical of him in that sense, because I know these things happen. I merely make stating the obvious. Uh, you know, it's, you're not connected. Please call in. It says I'm not connected. Not connect. mm. yeah. Did he say that? Yeah, you, you just dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just said it a while ago. Yeah, they they showed up. Yep. Showed up. Yeah. That, um, um, none of um, although mm. we kept going yesterday on Ivor's program, Emergency mm. says that. Yeah, it's, they, that's what you you were telling they, me. They went back and checked, but none of the none of what they did in the three hours was recorded. Yeah, yeah. So it was. So um, if that's the case, it's probably blog talk or um, technical it might be blog talk. Blog talk doing it. But but, well, but I am. Audley was talking behind you. Start your show now. Press one. Mm. To hear important instructions, press two. Am I hearing you or me? It appears that the host has already dialed into the show. Only one host is allowed. To See, some, somebody's in the show. Somebody's is in the show. Uh, well, I mean, don't forget I logged. I don't forget I logged into the show. So yeah, well, you did you log off? Mm. Uh, okay, well, you, well yes. if you log in, well, if you log in, then you you control the the, the, the operations from there then, because I'm hearing you. Right. Okay. Well, but it's just you. Uh, just no, but I'm hearing you. you. So you control. Yeah, okay. Well, if you you logged in. You go ahead, and you can operate the board. Well, go ahead and operate, because I'm yeah, hearing but, you. But Leon, let me tell you, your your number is not. Sh- oh, I don't see your number on the board. Hold on one second. Oh, you're talking to me, um, Dennis. On the phone. Are you talking to me? But yes, go ahead. No, you're talking to me. You're talking to me. Yeah. So, 
You're talking to me, but go ahead. We, uh, we're, we're having a conversation. We make the best of it. Make, make the best of what happened. You're talking to me, so let's go. Mm. Yeah, I was saying that uh, when Virgil was on earlier, he may have gotten the impression that I was being critical of um, Russell. But no, I was merely stating the obvious that it wasn't over that Russell, with all his great, vast <clears throat> amount of experience, uh, will not forget in a hurry because it went so badly, not because he was terrible, but because the English batters were in a better position to take advantage of the bowling. Right, right. So it, it's one of those things. I'm not, I mean, I like the fact that Russell is there based on his performance. I understand your point, but I was going to say something contrary to what you're saying, because if you, if you notice, Dennis, all, all the last three bowlers get were getting willow. Yes. Um, right. Whole, right. Yes. Dennis, he he bowled, He was bowling tight up front, you know, and then that, yes. he got he got twenty twenty two runs. I think he should have he should have been able to defend twenty two runs, really. Yes. So he had twenty two, but yes. Joe was going for plenty. Holder went for thirty or, or more. Yes, yeah, older Joseph, older. and all three of them went for Felix, but yeah. he should have been yeah. um, he should have been able to control for under that. Nine, I think it was nineteen he had to defend, and I, I, you know, couldn't do that. One, mm. one thing that's very obvious to me, Leon, is that our batters, our bowlers <coughs> these days, seem to have lost mm. the art of bowling a decent Yorker. The kind of ball that a batter will have to defend against, and a very skilled batter can flick mm. away off mm. the pad, maybe for one or two. But that back, that Yorker that you cannot hoik over the top for six, they've seemed to have lost the art of bowling it. And I think that's what it was. I mean, it was awful to watch older taking that kind of stick. But then, you know, in the long run, Russell had, what, about 22 runs in his first uh, session, yeah. I think, they both. But then he lost 22 in the final over, which, as I said, it's not likely to forget it. And I could see the disappointment on his face at the end because while others were congratulating him, he was very stone-faced and not really responding to um, whatever was being said to him, because I think he was still deep, deep, deep in, uh, you know, in, in amazement that, uh, that that happened. But you know, that's the game. You know what that that does yeah. is that it, it it sets things up for the next one. You know, the fourth the fourth um, the fourth T twenty will be an even more um, exciting one because. England is going out there to square the series. West Indies is going out there with the intention of, you know, taking that lead and winning the series. So this is one of those matches which whatever you do, don't miss it. Whatever you do, make sure you're able to see it. You know, so I, I certainly... Do, did you agree with the change, Leon, um, bringing in um, Rutherford for, um, well, they dropped? Hetmeyer. 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 They, they dropped Hetmeyer and Romario Shepard, didn't they? 
No, no, from Shepard was sick from the oh, previous game. Oh, yeah, okay. he had um, an injury, and they, they bring in Morton, Morton, and Morton. Oh. And if in fact that he was well, well I think they will retain, retain uh, Morton. Oh, I think they will keep him because he bowled so well, two for nine from four overs. That is remarkable. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's it's one of the situations. And they, they, they didn't start like if they wanted to win. Wrestling is usually a good side to feel. I see Joseph Missfield won. He wasn't a lot, but they gave a single. And keep the bowler that was under heavy pressure there to, to farm out that bowling. So. Well, well the, the, you know, as you said about pointing out the bowling, this sort of dovetail into what I'm saying about the... the a, a bowler of Joseph's quality and experience at this point should be able to find that Yorker, that good Yorker lens to prevent a batter from hitting for six or even four for that matter. Because a good Yorker, if it's a good Yorker, all the batter can do is dig it out or maybe defend it and get a single. But too often, you know, our quick bowlers are bowling short of the length and being able to be hiked over the top for, for six and big hits too, not just, you know, not just a... Mm-hmm. Somebody hooked my phone. Coach is on now. Coach, go ahead. Coach is on. Dennis? Okay. Dennis, did, yeah, um, did, um, coach came in? Murchis was on here and she dropped. She came on, she dropped, came on and she dropped. But, um, okay. Coach is on now. Let me see if he comes in. Coach, are you on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But somebody is on the show right now. Because I can't get in. 
You hear me? Somebody else is on the show is on doing the show because I'm not get, able to get on. You understand me? I'm not saying I'm. I'm Oh, okay, okay. Well, you have the control. You, you put it down and go, go on the control up top then. How come you're not up top? Okay, all right, okay. Let me see if I was on because he was on. Hey, Iva, Iva, Iva. They're bringing on the show from up there. Hey, Jason, how are you, sir? Are you there? Good, okay, good. How about uh, Dennis? Are you there? And I'm here now, too. So, what? Uh, oh, well, I was just, just going to find out, finalize. Okay. Just just one question I want to ask you before you go though. You have a, you know the Jaswala, the the Australian who had the who had that um advertisement on his shoes. What did you hear in India about him? Remove them.
Yeah, I'm here. Are you hearing me? Yeah, we have our lead back, and I think I saw Iva on a while ago, but he has dropped too. And um, you want to see? Yeah, well, I mean, you know who we have? We have um, Jatna. So why don't we just say hello to Jatna? Jatna, you have a very bad night tonight, so why don't you say something to cheer us up? Good evening to you too. Mm-hmm. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a little technical issue here in our neck of the woods. We have some technical issues, but so we have oddly we have Dennis and um, of course Jaden. Anything new? Okay. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if Audrey had anything to say. Audrey, do you have anything to say? Who are we talking about? Were you? Well, I was just... <laughs> I, I was just playing with it. I was just playing with it to see if I can get it back. Because a night without cricket is, is not is not a good night. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, why not, why not? Go ahead, Audrey. Have you heard? Mm-hmm. 
You?